You're listening to the Thunder Post Game Show on 107.7 The Franchise. Welcome in. 1077 The Franchise. This is your franchise first take Thunder Post Game Show. I am Matt Burton live at the Flint restaurant underneath the Colcord Hotel. And I'm joined, as always, by Drake and Josh. That's right. That's right. Drake Vitito, Josh Condit with me to talk about this 137 to 132 loss to the Atlanta Hawks for the Oklahoma City Thunder. But before all of that, we are here, uh, Drake and I, at Flint Restaurant underneath the Cold Court Hotel. Come on out. Uh, say what's up to everyone uh, here at Flint. They will take fantastic care of you. Drake had a, a nice ribeye tonight. I had Black Angus. The, uh, I had the Alaskan halibut. Uh, new here. They got a whole new menu uh, here at Flint. Some of the old stuff, some of the old favorites, but got a lot of new stuff. Uh, and so I went with the halibut. Got uh, a little, I was feeling a little frisky tonight. We, you know? we got a little taste of the new stuff during the new year. They were previewing we did. some of it. Um, we did. Including the raspberry cheesecake. <laughs> yeah, um, we treated ourselves a little bit to some cheesecake. I, uh, listen, we're back in school, at least I am. And so I'm kind of, the diet has been like not as much as I'd be eating if I were at home. Right, for sure. And uh, I had to uh, I had to spoil myself a little bit. But Absolutely. It, I mean, I could have eaten everything tonight. But no, Flint... Absolutely the greatest place to be, uh, even after a Thunder loss. Absolutely. Josh Conant, how are we doing back there? We're doing good. We're doing good. I kind of wish the uh, I kind of wish the Thunder pulled it out, um, but it was a high-scoring game. Well, I, don't, I don't know what you can ask for in that game yeah. besides uh, amazing performances because there was no defense. So, yeah, good game, but it is, it is an L. So. Absolutely. That's right. The Thunder lose 137 to 132 against the Atlanta Hawks. Um, guys, tonight, I mean, for one, defense optional. Defense optional tonight, Drake. Yeah. Uh, 137-132. We, we knew the Hawks weren't uh, that great defensively coming in. And, uh, I mean, it, it held true tonight, but it felt like the Thunder just joined them. It was like, you know what? You're, we're not going to play defense either. Yeah, when I was looking at the line, I think Atlanta was favored a point and a half, and yeah. it was kind of shocking. I was like, there's no way. They're, they're not great on defense. Um, they got two. They got two All Stars and Dejounte Murray and Trey Young. But with yep. everything that's been going on with the Atlanta behind the scenes, uh, they haven't really been able to translate it to to the court. Yeah. Um, and it showed tonight. Uh, I didn't know that the Thunder would totally be hands free on defense. Right. Um. So yeah, I guess in a way it's not surprising when you know if you're going to go with a shootout, you're going to go with the team that has the more All Stars. And that's even technically counting if you don't want to count Shea as an All Star yet. But uh, no, it, it 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 was a it was a sideways showing for the Thunder. I uh, I definitely hope um, they can turn around going forward. But it all in all, it it, it was a disappointing game. Yeah, I think the Thunder uh, kind of just forgot how to play defense. You guys kind of nailed it on the head. Hawks obviously known to not have the best defense. Thunder <laughs> this season has been pretty good on defense. So I think they kind of just played down to the Hawks level which I really don't like because I really feel like if they played the way they have all season on defense, they probably win this game pretty handily. I think everybody could probably agree with that. Um, their defense has been pretty solid, I would say, all season, and the Hawks put up uh, 137. So, yeah, it was not not a good night for uh, Oklahoma City's defense, but uh, Hawks also didn't play defense. So it evened out. I just wish the Thunder played right. defense like they have all season. That's all. <laughs> no, absolutely. I mean, the the Atlanta Hawks tonight shot 59.5% from the floor, basically 60% from the floor tonight. Uh, tough to win. Tough to win whenever you, uh, whenever you let that happen. Um, 
I mean, let's just let's just go down the list here real quick. Um, Shea Gildas Alexander tonight, thirty six points, seven assists, five rebounds. Also had two steals and two blocks. Uh, just kind of filling up the stat sheet. Thirteen of twenty two tonight, so over fifty percent from the floor from Shea and nine of ten from the free throw line. Drake, uh, what'd you make of Shea's night? I mean, it felt like he. He was getting to the bucket pretty easily, and listen, I mentioned to you earlier on, whenever we first got to Flint, like, man, it feels like feels like Shea was missing some at the rim that he really hasn't. And when I said that, I was like, but I'll probably check the stat sheet and be wrong. And he was like 10 of 14 at that time, so like right. he had barely yep. missed any. Uh, it was just it just gets magnified whenever you're used to him just finishing at the rim uh, at a high clip. So whenever he misses two, you're like, what is going on with Shea? That's right. Uh, and then he ends up with 36. No, I, I think he had a great night tonight. And the, I think one of the things that I'm going to point out that was the most prominent from him tonight was that there was a lot of times that OKC was down in this game, whether it be five points, maybe all the way up to that nine-point stretch that they got in late in the fourth, and he was the spearhead, him and J-Dub, who we'll talk about later. But, I mean, consistency is key. That's what you want out of your 2B All-Stars, yeah. and uh, Shea's going to bring that to you every single night. So uh, I love that he, he really took charge on those comebacks, and they fa- they fall a little short tonight, but, you know, there have been times where that, that same side of the coin has been flipped, and he's been leading the spearheaded charge for uh, a comeback in games where they have come back and won. So consistency is key. Shea's done it all season, and just another just another bullet in the gun for him. Yeah, I kind of agree with Drake there. He he kind of was just adding to his all-star resume. He, I think he's trying to push for an all-star starter spot. I'm sorry, bud. You're not going to get it. Um, I think they're locked up by now. Voting is voting's done. We're done. I'm sorry, SGA. You can't get in. Uh, but you will probably be a reserve, so that's nice. Um, but he had like 20-something at halftime, I think, and he only scored 14 or so in the second half, I want to say. I believe that's correct. Um, and I, I just I wish he did more in the second half. I know it's a great game for him. 36 points, that's amazing. Seven assists, five rebounds, that's amazing. Um, and it did seem like he was kind of having those leader qualities, which you love to see on a uh, progressing team. And once we get this team forward in the next year or two, um, when they start making a playoff push, even though they're kind of doing it this year, um, SGA is going to be that leader on this team to be a veteran, even though he's been in the league just barely more than the rest of these guys. So. I will say this, uh, one of the things that, it, it felt like a little bit of a, what's the word, what would you call it, sloppy? Yeah. Not not just from him, team-wise. I mean, there was a lot of possessions where you're just like, that was either a gross shot or, mm-hmm. you know, that was a that was a bad pass that leads to, you know, transition points for the Hawks, where, I mean, usually when OKC's, you know, mounting those comebacks that we're talking about when they yeah. get so far behind, it's because they play spot-free on both sides of the floor. Um, but, again... With how, how on the Hawks were tonight, uh, they weren't able to make those mistakes uh, at a at a clip where it made a difference. Absolutely. And then that last possession, I mean, they were trying to get a quick two uh, and then foul. And, I mean, Shea just – ball gets away from him, tries to force it a little bit, and, uh, you know, and then that's that. Uh, loses, the, loses the basketball, and, uh, you know, that's just, that's just how she goes sometimes. But J-Dub – tonight guys oh boy uh 24 points uh, i believe that was his second career high not his not his career high but second most he scored uh so far in his rookie campaign 11 of 16 from the floor uh hit his only three uh but four steals five rebounds and two assists for j-dub man i listen we we can, we have gone on and on about how much we love j-dub and love his game uh, but let's just do it a little bit more, shall we, Drake? No, yeah, absolutely. 
I just kind of ended talking about it, about SGA and his his consistency and how yeah. that's what you want in your All-Stars. Um, you would love to add consistency in your rookie guys, too. Right. And I think J-Dub has been pretty much a signing example of, you know, if you're a rookie, you should try and be like J-Dub as much right. as you want. Uh, but, no, he was super consistent tonight. My big play from him, obviously, was the poke on, yeah, cookies. Uh, on, on Trey at the very end when they were trying to make that comeback. Um, there's also a couple of possessions there where you're like, is he going to dunk that? And then he just, in like... It, it's it's a fraction of a second. I mean, he gets up quick. Yeah. It's kind of like Shay. Um, when Shay goes to the rim, you never are you like is Shay going to dunk pass or are you just going to lay it up right. like usual? And he just it's just so smooth with him. Um, J Dub has I think passed this season. Oh, like, yeah, we're, we're over we're over halfway, and I'm already like okay, let's give him an right. A. Let's move on. Uh, I, I'm not worried about him for the rest of the season. Let's move on to some of the guys that that need some more help. But man, J Dub is on his way. Well on his way. Yeah, I think he's on his way, and he really just keeps on showing uh, the consistency that Drake talked about. He's been good all season. It doesn't matter what he does. I really don't don't think he could mess up in the second half of the season and make us say that, oh, well, he, he might need some work. He might need some time. I think he's there. I think he's a solid rookie. I cannot wait to see what he does in the offseason to work on. I don't know what he can work on, honestly. Uh, his dunks are insane. His passing's insane. Uh, and he's just really, really consistent. And from a rookie, like, I don't even think I would ask for this type of consistency from a rookie, but we're getting it. So, I mean, I'm not going to complain. Thank you, J-Dub, for being uh, an amazing rookie for us. Can Absolutely. We, can, and- we, can we talk about um, the amount of times this game where I was like, yeah, I think a center would have been nice in that situation. <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we, I mean, uh, we talked about it a little bit before. I mean, you know, we're – because Scott from Air asked, I believe, it was last – uh, it was last episode of our postgame show, and he was talking about, well, you know, what is what is the record difference, you know, with Chet if he comes in? And, you know, I mean, Chet being definitely a non-traditional five but still would be playing the five for this Thunder squad. I mean, I think tonight's another one of those nights where you circle and you're like, yeah, I really think the Thunder would have won this game if oh, yeah. if they had a traditional center. There were so many times where Atlanta um, forced up a bad shot and they were just able to get the like a gross rebound off the backside and like an easy two mm-hmm. or maybe a lob to John Collins from like Trey or DeJounte. And you're like, wow, if Chet would have been there, that definitely wouldn't have happened no. because he's, you know, seven foot plus. Um but I think this is this is a shining example for uh, Thunder fans that question, like, what does Chet bring to this team? Well, in a five-point loss where no defense is to be found anywhere with OKC, got to feel like that five-point difference is made up with Chet on the floor. Absolutely. I mean, he, like, Collins and Capella both had ten, ten rebounds apiece. Um, but, I mean, John Collins had four offensive rebounds. Clint Capella had five offensive rebounds. Yep. I mean, I'm sure... Uh, I'm sure a fair share of those ended up in second chance points. Absolutely. Too. So I mean, that's just uh, like you said. I mean, that's just boy. Really love to have a have a sitter there uh, for that. Uh, but going back to to J Dub a bit. I, I mean, I, I think you you kind of nailed it, Josh. I mean, I think he is there. He is there. There's no more like waiting to see what you got from from J Dub. He is there. This is this is what you got. This is what you can look forward to. Um, he's just a, a special player, an absolutely special player. Uh, whether it's the mid-range attacking the basket, uh, I, I mean, I, I still like his jump shot from the outside too. Like, I, I know he's been a he little inconsistent. Yeah. Um, no, he's been a little inconsistent this season. But uh, as far as moving forward, I, I don't have any uh, questions or problems with his outside shooting. He's just a, a special player, man. 
um, and very, very glad the Thunder have him. But, guys, on the other side, we'll get around the association. We'll get our tank commander of the game, which one of us is probably going to have a big problem with. I, I'm looking at it now, and I do have a big problem one with of us it. Gonna have, one I don't of us agree with it. He's going to have a big problem with it. But this is the Franchise First Take Thunder postgame show. I am Matt Burton, along with Drake Vitito and Josh Connett. Drake and I are here at Flint Restaurant underneath the Cold Court Hotel. Come on out. Say what's up to us. Uh, their kitchen is open at 10, and their bar and Small Bites menu are open until 11. So come on out here and uh, check out this new menu they got because it has got a ton of good stuff, as always, from Flint. But on the other side, the postgame show rolls on. If I'm putting something in my mouth, I want to enjoy it. Welcome back. I, I couldn't have said the words better myself. Thank you, Daniel Bell. Thank you, Daniel Bell. Appreciate that. Um, I mean, words to live by, honestly. I had stuff in my mouth tonight at Flint, and let me tell you, I enjoyed every bite. <laughs> we enjoyed it here at Flint Restaurant underneath the Cold Cord Hotel. Come on out. Say what's up to us. Hang out. And, uh, I mean, they got some new stuff. And then also, uh, their small bites menu. You can get burgers, oysters, loaded tots. Uh, I didn't this see from it. The, Did they have their jalapeno corn pub or uh, hush puppy still? Yes, they do. They God. do. And uh, also, Stable. also the crab cakes are back. Crab cakes are yeah. back, and they are uh, they are to die for. They are to die for. But coming out to Flint, underneath the Cold Cord Hotel, uh, guys. Uh, tonight, yeah, like, like I said earlier, I mean Thunder lose one thirty seven, one thirty two. I mean defense was kind of optional, and um, yeah, just. I mean, it's just a bad loss, man. I feel like since we uh, flipped our, our switch to, okay, no more tank mode, trying to get in the playoffs. Is that our fault? Is it our fault? I did don't we, know. Did we flip the switch too early on our on our hopes and dreams? Did we call off the tank train too early? I'm talking about us. Us, we Guys, need, yeah, to, we, we us need to have a conversation. Po- we need to hold ourselves accountable. Listen, I say no. I say no. Okay. I still think that I still think they they push and try listen, to get in. But this is a bad loss. Because listen, you can make the argument that with a bunch of younger dudes going down, I'm talking like Usman, yep. I'm talking JRE, I'm talking Poku. When you condense the size of that roster down to you know, you know, some of your veterans get more time. Mike Muscala, Kenrich yep. Williams. Guys that are really, really good when they're on the court, but sometimes they have to give up their time to some of the younger guys. They know the drill. Yep. Um, if you start playing with that many people, I mean, these yeah. are the games you're going to have because these guys have been hurt. They've been injured. Usman saw mm-hmm. his first minute since December 5th Right. tonight. Um, he got a fair share of minutes. I mean, listen, if you go down and look at the minute stretch for all these guys, mm-hmm. it's pretty much same on the bench, on the bench, it's right. pretty much samezies. I mean, Darius Basley got 16 minutes. When was the last time he was the leader in minutes off the bench? Right. It, I think. I think once all these guys start coming back from injury, I think we're going to get start getting back to what Dagnall was saying earlier in the season before the season started. Um, those experimental uh, rotations. Yep. And yep. it may not be something that we like. Because we've seen what happens when you don't really tinker with those rotations as much. Yeah, yeah. You know, you get rips like you get wins against the 76ers, and the run they've been on has been really well, really good. But, I mean, once you get – maybe we need to get back to reality a we little do. bit. I think we do. I, I, I got caught up in the moment. You know, I got caught that's up a, in the that's moment. That's okay. And, uh, you know, but I did say at the, at the end of it, like, hey – 
we've seen this team go on like a five game win streak before. Yeah, and we didn't we didn't waver. But yeah. I finally wavered a little bit. But I, I mean, I'm with you. Once everyone gets healthy, they're going to be rolling out some different lineups. And if they win, cool. Yeah, they're fine with it. Yeah, they got they got the draft assets to move and do all That's that right. stuff. That's right. 2023. And if they don't, thunder coming. Win if they don't win. Then they'll get it. They'll just improve their draft. Pick. And we've and we've sat here and talked about Chad and what a difference he would make on yeah, the absolutely. team. I mean, I catch myself going and watching his summer league highlights like once every biweekly. I mean, right. I'm I'm not ashamed to to say that because I know the difference he's going to make. Uh, he's going to be one of those instant contributors on this team. And uh, as as far as 2023, a la offseason 2023 is concerned, I mean. I don't know what the Thunder are going to end up doing, whether they make a big trade or not. But you have to assume that, you know, Sam Presti, the way he works, he's got some cooking up there. He's got some cooking in the front office. Um, You're just going to hit those highs and lows. This is a super young team, the youngest in the NBA, the second youngest team ever in the NBA, followed only by the Thunder team last year. So you're going to hit these highs, you're going to hit these lows, but, man, I don't know if anyone expected the highs to be this high at right. this point in time. No, absolutely. I mean, and and as it sits now, uh, I mean, the Thunder are the 11 seed. Yeah. Right now, um, just outside of that play-in spot at 23 and 25 now. Um, ele- they're 11 and a half games back out of first, obviously. But the four-seed Pelicans, they're only three and a half games back. Yeah. So, like, if that's how crazy the Western Conference is right now. It's all just jumbled up. And uh, a little bit crazy. And and listen, I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give the flowers to the people that are you know didn't waver like we did. Stayed on that yeah, tank train. Because listen, as as much as I, would I wanted love, to be there, with right, you. right. I as, to be there with as much as I would love to say that the, these thunder wins that have been coming have been really good wins. Don't get me wrong, the Nuggets, great win. Jokic wasn't playing. Don't get me wrong, the Nets, great win. KD wasn't playing. The yeah. only true like true wins, full strength teams in the past five to six games that have been like super good, no asterisk by the games, was the 76ers and the Celtics. Yeah. Now the Celtics ended up chalking it up, saying, you know, we weren't prepared or whatever. That's that fine. Doesn't the matter. Thunder that didn't have Shea. That, yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't even matter. But I guess on that same side of the coin, you could sit there and be like, yeah, well, we didn't have Chet. But right. that's a little different. I mean, uh, an MV- a two-time MVP in Jokic and a guy who hasn't played a minute of NBA basketball yet. But I don't know. I, I re- it's really hard for me to be like, yeah, we, we, we can do this. We can go and we can win all these games. Yeah. And then I see, like, stinkers like this one was tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just you just need to have that complete-filled team out. You need, you need guys that can, you know, do the dirty work and get those rebounds and Guys can block shots. We have a lot of guards that can do it, but it'd be good if you just had that anchor on defense. We have it in Dort uh, for guards, but, I mean, you, you just have to think that no matter what happens, the horizons are looking up. Absolutely. And, really, I just wanted the win tonight because uh, uh, that would have put us at 24. And that's right. That that's right. Put, and that would have been right. our bet. That would have yeah. been our bet. Our bet would have paid off. Our fake bet, by the way, uh, would have paid off of the uh, over-under – Win total for the Thunder to start the season at 23 and a half. They're stuck at 23, but it's a pretty interesting stretch. I mean, we I remember talking about it last week on the morning show. I mean, starting back at that Sacramento game. I mean, then it went Denver, Atlanta, then they go Cleveland, Golden State, and then Houston. I mean, th- this little six-game stretch has been a good little litmus test uh, at where the Thunder are compared to where 
they were at the beginning. And I, I think, honestly, you could say that everyone has made pretty prominent strides since, you know, game one. Do you guys remember game one? Post-game game one? I don't. But no. do I think we got better? Yeah, absolutely. We're making strides. That's right. We're making strides just like this Thunder team. Josh, we put it off long enough. we got to get our tank commander of the game. We're good! Tanking! Yeah. No, sorry. Sorry, we're going! We're going! Tanking! Through the quad and into the gymnasium! Come on, everybody! I'm outraged. The tank commander of the game for the loss tonight. Drake earmuffs. It was Usman Jang. Did him dirty. Usman Jang was a minus 23 tonight uh, in his 11 minutes of play. Had five points, two of three from the floor, one of two from downtown. Had a couple rebounds as well. What do you uh, want from the guy? Yeah, right. I mean, what the heck? Personally, I would have thought Trey Mann. Um, for tonight, but apparently not. I just I'm I'm looking at I'm comparing stat lines here, and you know no turnovers. That's really good. One personal foul, eh, give or take. But with the rebounds and the points, I thought I mean it wouldn't be as offset as it is now. Uh, Mike Muscala was second, minus eighteen, and then thought, Trey Man. Well, the Trey Man, I think it counts for uh, his only two points were the most exciting play of the game. I mean, <laughs> oh, the, right. steal, the steal and the <laughs> right. poster. That's so right. I think that that shaved a few off of his plus minus. So you got the crowd rocking. Okay. Well, plus minus, gross. If you haven't heard, it's disgusting. Absolutely that's, disgusting. That's that's slander right there. But that's, two- that's, that's that's libel actually. That's written down. That's <laughs> that's the written word slander. That's libel. But I mean, in all honesty, I thought Jang had a pretty pretty solid game back. I mean, getting eleven. I didn't even think he'd get eleven minutes tonight. Honestly. Yeah. Um, just because, like we said, it's been a while since we've seen him, so I didn't know what the how drastic the lineup change would be. But uh, I don't know. He knocked down the shots. He he had some pretty good swings of momentum there, where the the Hawks were doing some good things, and then his two buckets kind of kind of shushed him a bit. But I don't know. I don't yeah, know. first game back, and listen, I, f- I feel bad for Usman because. He got hurt right when he was playing his best basketball. Fifteen that last game he had fifteen. Yeah. His best game of the of the year. Yeah, I think he had like three threes or something like that. Like I mean, he was he was playing well, man. So I, I feel for him right there, man, because you start playing your best basketball, starting to find your feet uh, in the NBA, and then boom, you're out. Yeah. However many weeks he's been out now, what six weeks, five, six weeks, something. Yeah. It feels like like that. a month and a half. Yeah. So, uh, Usman Jang, your tank commander of the game, Josh. Would you please take us around the association? Guys, we had some great games tonight. We're going to head to uh, Milwaukee. I'm not sure why you'd go to Milwaukee besides maybe to watch this game. Um, that is the Denver Nuggets taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks win it 107-99. Giannis, 33 points, 14 rebounds, 3 steals. Aaron Gordon, 26 points, 14 boards. Gonna be honest, this is a game the Bucks should have won by probably a lot more. A lot of uh, Nuggets dudes were out. I know Jokic didn't play. I think Bones Highland and Aaron Gordon were like the only starters. Yeah, I no, think Jamal Bones, Murray not also. Bones, out, right? not Jamal Murray was also yeah. playing. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I, I've said it all season. If there was ever a year for the Nuggets to make a run with the West as you know iffy as it is, this yep. would be the year. This would be the year to do it. Washington Wizards travel to Houston, Texas. 
Wizards win it, 108 to 103. Sangoon for Houston, triple double, 21 points, Ooh. 11 rebounds, 10 assists. Kyle Kuzma, you ask how he's doing, 33 points, nine boards. Pretty I saw good. that fit. I saw that fit from Kuz pregame. I don't care how many points he had. It was a. It was not a good night for him on the fashion scene. <laughs> as bad as that pink thing that he wore that one time, pink dress was yes, it? Yes, it was yeah, like yeah. it was like the same thing, but uh, I can't even describe it. It's fashion. I don't get it. It's fashion we don't understand. Um, the Brooklyn Nets and the 76ers maybe an Eastern Conference Final. Um, the 76ers at home in this one. 76ers win it 137 to 133 and a close one. Tyrese Maxey, top performer for Philly, 27 points. Kyrie Irving for Brooklyn has 30 points and 10 assists. A little double-double for Kyrie. wonder what the score would have been if uh, KD was playing. That's probably win it. That's probably win that one. Uh, heading to Orlando, Florida. Magic take on the Indiana Pacers. Magic win it, 126-120. to 120. We got Wendell Carter Jr., 18 points, 10 boards. And Miles Turner for Indiana, 22 points, 13 boards. Magic are winning games. They've won 19. I mean, we used to consider them in Houston to be the laughing stock at the bottom. And now it's just Magic Houston. Kind of, yeah, no, no, it's Houston by a large margin. <laughs> Absolutely. Pacers are looking to move Buddy Hield, though, interestingly enough. And Chris Duarte. Come I'm home, sure there will question be, mark? I'm sure, sure there will be in the city. But we have an Isaiah Joe, so <laughs> sorry. We you got some... You missed the train. We got some games in progress. We're going to head to Los Angeles, where the Lakers are taking on the San Antonio Spurs at home in Los Angeles. Tied up at 15, just started six minutes to go in the first. We got uh, Patrick Beverly, top former six. Battle points, of some of the started. battle of some of the battle. Sorry, battle of some of the bottom feeders there uh, in the West. That is a oh, battle of the bottom. The Thirteen feeders. taking on the the fourteen seed right now. And you may be asking... Sorry, Daniel Bell. And you may be asking, well, they're going to get Anthony Davis back in a couple weeks. And you know what I say to those people? I don't care. <laughs> they're still going to be bad. Sacramento Kings taking on Toronto Raptors in Sacramento. Got a bunch of games in California. Uh, that's in the second quarter. Four minute, four and a half minutes left. Raptors are up 44-40. to 40. We got, I believe it's Chris. Yes, it is. Chris Boucher. Toronto, 14 points. And uh, Kevin Herter, 11 points for Sacramento. I just wanted to say, uh, give a shout out to Jerry Ramsey. Oh, Jerry Ramsey told me he wanted to start doing this thing where he makes a pick in the NBA that night, whenever we have pre and post game, and then I get to say his like if it if it wins or not oh, uh, right. on, on post game. I like okay. this. I shout out to him for picking a game that would be in progress <laughs> while we are doing our post game. Let show. me guess, he picked the Kings. He picked the over in the uh, Raptors Kings uh. game. So. Shout out to Jerry Ramsey for coming up with this idea, and uh, we won't know the answer until we are off the air. So shout out Jerry. What's, Jerry's, what's Jerry's the always measuring thinking, stick it. for success. What's, <laughs> what's the measuring stick for success in the King season? Like, is this good enough? This is already good enough uh, for okay. what they've been through. I've, <laughs> okay, All for right. what they've been like, through, I feel like this is already enough. Okay. All right. I mean, they'll be they'll be firmly in the playoffs. Oh yeah, I, I I'm just like. Now that they have a little taste of it, do will they want more? Do they get that playoff win? Do they get right. a series win? Are they going to be buyers at the deadline? Are they going to try to make a make a move at the deadline? Who knows? It's going to be exciting. We got the third and final game in California. That is the Golden State Warriors at home taking on the Memphis Grizzlies. We got the uh, Grizzlies on top right now, 26-24. to 24, Got a two-point lead. Just started the second quarter. 
And then the uh, last game of the night, we got the Trailblazers at home against the Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz are up in this one, 55 to 51. Second quarter, three minutes left. We got Colin Sexton for Utah, 11 points. And Dame, Dame time, 21 points before halftime. The Trailblazers have solemnly, slowly, quietly come back down to earth after their encouraging start to the year. Dame, Dame time is not happy. That's it. That was the final game, guys. Oh, the, oh, the ride is over. Okay. The That's ride my is fault. Over. My bad. I wasn't paying attention. That's my fault. <laughs> Brandon. Brandon. Brandon Ravar, star power in the building. The star, yeah, the star of, of the show. The How many autographs show, is he signing right now? Even... Well, just uh, a couple. He's trying to get out of here in a hurry. There's yeah, a there's, there's a kind of a horde of people walking through. I think he slipped into Flint to like try to juke him out a little bit. So, uh, shout out to Brandon Ravar. Uh, the best, the best there is out there covering the Oklahoma City Thunder. The but not, Josh, thank you. The not-so-secret weapon of our pre-post-game menagerie. Yeah. He's the, he's the sniper. He's the sniper. Is, he's got the strap, as the, as the kids say. As the kids say, he's got the strap. Um, what do we got next? Is Five it, check. It's been a while. I'm telling you, it's been a while. I know. I don't even remember our this. own show. I remember our own show. Well, we got a vibe check next coming up on the franchise first take Thunder Post Game Show. I'm Matt Burton. Drake Vitito and Josh Conant are with me as always, and we are here as we at Flint Restaurant underneath the Cold Court Hotel as That's we right. are for every single home game. Come on out. They are open till eleven. Uh, the bar still serves drinks till eleven, and the small bites menu goes on until then as well. Coming up, it's vibe check time. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder Post Game Show on 1077 The Franchise. You know the vibes. Welcome back. You know the vibes. I know them and I know them well. Matt Burton, Drake Vitito, Josh Conant. The Franchise First Take Thunder Post Game Show live at Flint Restaurant underneath the Cold Court Hotel. Come on out. They will take fantastic care of you. Guys, let's just get straight into it. Let's get a vibe check. You know the f- vibes? You sure you're all good? No, I'm actually not good, man. Can I tell you something? Yeah, bro, yeah. The vibe's off, man. Uh, the, the park vibe? Yeah, the park vibe's off, man. Get real, dude. Your vibe's off. Is it noticeable? Is it noticeable? I, I don't know. I, think, I feel like I bring in some good vibes. All right, you have four minutes to tell me what the f*** going on. I, I don't know, man. I, I, th- I thought my vibe was chill, bro. No, well, you thought wrong. So, that's your that's your that's your bad. Let's get a vibe check. Let's go, Josh. Let's get a vibe check from you, my good sir. Ooh, I love going first. I try not to take layups, but this one is just so glaringly, glaringly, glaring to me. I don't even think that's a word. Uh, but sure. it's bad vibes. It's Josh Giddy. I'm sorry, man. Eight of 19. What are we doing? Um, that's just a lot of shots. That's not a lot made. Um, he had 16 points, six assists, eight rebounds. Somehow almost got a triple double. Uh, but he's my bad vibe. He's not shooting that great. He's kind of, uh, I don't want to say he's derailed his really good run that he's been on. I just think that this is a little, this is a little speed bump. He's going to go over it. He's going to be fine. And this isn't even that bad of a game. If this is the bottom, he's fine. Yeah. He's going to be good. So, Josh Giddy, bad vibes. I, 
I agree. I agree. I, I think this is kind of more of just a, a, a speed bump, you know. He's had a great, what, month and a half going on two months. Yeah, and two I months, think, I, think, yeah. I think this is the first game where you can point and be like, ah, probably not his best. Had a couple of bad turnovers. Um, not the best shooting night, but, I mean, well, I, I'm intrigued to see how he bounces back. Good vibes. Probably the best vibes on that court tonight with some dunks, some passes, steals galore. It's Jalen Williams. It is J-Dub, 11-16 from the field. Made his only one from deep, 24 points, 5 rebounds, 4 steals, 2 assists. Just loading up the stat sheet. Also almost fouled out. Just throw that in there. Um, He's just loading it up. The kid is really just consistent at this point. We said it earlier. He had his own dang segment um, for a while until we had to cancel it because we just talked about him too much. Um, But, yeah, it it has to be him. He he played amazing tonight. He's continuing his... uh, very very consistent rookie season and it's it's unbelievable at this point because we're halfway through over halfway through and uh he's still doing the same things that we were raving about in the first game or two so i think props to him for uh keeping it up i think that's very difficult to do especially as a rookie um but he's doing it so yeah good vibes it's got to go to j-dub perfect drake bad vibes always start with it Mm -hmm. i've never gotten it wrong no one has actually never gotten it wrong. Nobody has. Um, he I'm said gonna actually. go. I'm gonna go. I'll go Trey Man. I will. I'll take the layup. Um, I don't know what's going on with Trey, guys. He's he had a, a pretty good December, and you know everything before that was like, oh, he needs a substance in the G League, and he got a stint in the G League, and he came back and he, he went was pretty off good in the G League. Yeah. <laughs> But now I, we're kind of ha- we're already over halfway through January, and you know he hasn't had a I mean great games. I mean uh, not enough to justify you know big minutes. And you know I think part of that is Isaiah Joe. I mean yeah. Listen, when you have some when you have someone when you have a role that you were given, and Trey Mann knows his role. Okay, he's going to be asked to come off the bench, score a whole lot. That's it. All right. Don't turn the ball over. Be a smart basketball player. Take good shots. But you have the green light. And when you see someone like Isaiah Joe, who's in that same spot as you, has the green light, and he's doing better than you, I mean, it's got to it's got to do a little bit on the mental. I'm not saying that's that's all of what it is, but he Isaiah Joe's the more consistent basketball player. Yeah. So bad vibes, Trey Man. I hope he's able to turn it around soon, but his January has not been very nice to him. Ah, uh, good vibes. Are we gonna do this? Are we gonna? Do I, think we, uh, I think we should. Okay. I mean, if you want right. to. No, I mean, if you want to. But <laughs> no. I mean, I also, mean, why fit in when you can stand out? You know, you can you right. can stand out if you want to. Listen, but. I mean, we 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 gush about Giddy and we gush about Shay. Okay, we give them the benefit of the doubt when it comes to their you know somewhat off games. But gosh dang, guys, Jalen Williams has been the definition of consistency. Right next to Shea. It's like 1A and 1B. Uh, and that's who is my good vibes of the game is Jalen Williams. That dude was picking pockets. He was blocking shots. He was giving. He was he was giving tonight. <laughs> and he was it's giving, giving and he J-Dub. was getting. <laughs> it's giving J-Dub. Um, but, I mean, and, and we always laugh and joke about how Shea's games are quiet. 
I mean, you could argue tonight was, I mean, aside from like his dunk, you could you could argue that this was a pretty quiet game from J Dub. I mean, I, we were sitting here at the bar at Flint watching, and it and uh, the the broadcast brought up his stat line. You were like, oh, <laughs> he's, he's doing good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, I love, I absolutely love what J Dub has been doing this year. I think he has solidly worked his place into the starting lineup, and he's solidly worked himself into the ending of games as well and i think that's just as important about ending as you know who's starting but hats off to j-dub man uh, I, if he puts together a full season i would love as a post game on the last whatever when it, whatever this last game for the thunder is i would love to do a redraft of uh this year's class because if j-dub is not at least top five someone, oh, yeah. someone's getting knocked out right no, absolutely. absolutely. With that being said, that. though, Trey Mann, bad vibes, and J-Dub, good vibes. I love that. Love that. My bad vibes tonight is going to go to the defense. Just the defense in yeah. general. I thought the defense in general. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, not only for the Thunder, but the Hawks, too. So, um, but every single Hawks player, apart from one, shot over... Shot 50% or over from the field. I think there was the one who did not was DeJounte Murray, who was 9 of 19. So he was just one shot away from shooting 50% from the floor. Uh, They shot 60% from the floor, rounded up. Um, but still, uh, that's just, it's crazy. They, they shot 71% from inside the arc. (laughs) I mean, what? What is that? One of those nights. And that's, that's what the crazy part is. I mean, most of those are, most of those are just like putbacks. It, it felt like yeah, most of those are putbacks, yeah. lobs, like you mentioned earlier too. Yep, yep. And uh, boy, would just love to have a center. Would love would just to, love to have a center down there. And you know, for the Thunder, it's really great because you know you got them. You know you got one. You, you just got to wait just, a little bit. You just, just got to play patient. the waiting game. Be patient. Play the waiting game. Uh, my good vibes. I mean, yeah, it's J Dub. All right, high five. It's J Dub. Good Woo! job, guys. We yeah, did it. We, we did, did it. it. We all agreed. We all agreed tonight. It only um, took us over half the year. Right, absolutely. We all agreed tonight. It's J-Dub, man. Well, I mean, you guys you guys have said it all. Uh, I mean, he makes plays. This is They are 23 and 25 now on the year. So he's 48 games in to his NBA career. And, he I looks, mean, the Thunder hit a home run. They hit a home run. He, he is, looks like he's been here for four years. Absolutely. He does. Like it, I feel like... We're going to blink, and he's going to be ready for his rookie extension. And I, the poise, I know, I'm just, I'm just I ready. Mean, the poise he has. I mean, he's he's never rattled. If he's, no. if he's going off on people, he's never up. If yeah. he's in a slump, he's never down. It's just, it's like it's like the heartbeat when you have no heartbeat. It's right. just beep. That's, Even that's kill, and then, yeah, and then, like, they switched him on to Trey Mann a, uh, a lot tonight. I mean, or not Trey Mann, sorry, Trey Young Yeah, uh, a lot tonight, and uh, I mean, I thought his length gave him some problems a little bit, especially late. I mean, he had some cookies there at the end. Yeah. I just kind of picked his pocket. I mean, I, I felt like it kind of gave him uh, a, a little trouble. And that's, I mean, that's promising to see because, you know, you draft a guard, you never really know, especially rookies, yeah, how well they're going to do on the, def- the defensive side of the ball. And uh, I think he's passed the test and then some. Uh, I'm not saying he's a shutdown defender or anything like that, but... Uh, he's not going to kill you there either. J Dub, so. J Dub is the new Thunder archetype. He Long, is. lanky dudes that can yep. do it all. That can do it all. It's and no they finally long- got one that can shoot this time, it, so that's good. It's no longer just about how athletic you are. Right. Now, those were, that's like the Troy Weaver era of oh, Oklahoma City. Uh, this new era is all about what can you do 
how much can you do and how well can you do it? And J-Dub is like the shining example of potential at every single aspect of the game of basketball. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that has been our vibe check. Guys, and two, like, we're just continuing the J-Dub talk here. Yeah, why not? We're Um, here. I feel like, he, I mean, they've kind of been starting him at that. Like, I hate like naming positions or like numbering right. positions. I, right. I don't like doing that, especially in the NBA these days. Um, but he's been playing like the four, what would be the power forward. Yep. Um, and listen, that gives you a ton of versatility, especially when Chet comes back. And we we've talked about this a, a bunch, but I mean, it's just kind of what the Thunder decide they want to do because right. they have yeah. endless um, endless options, really. Um, and I think we brought it up last time we, we talked about this, like who would you want in like a, a trade or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think I brought up OG Ananobi, and there's yeah. a guy that's kind of been put on the market Matthew. a little bit. And, I told what? you about my NBA franchise last time we uh, were together. Yeah. We watched a game of B-dubs. I right. literally traded for OG Ananobi. I'm not even joking. There you go. I'm just saying. For Baisley, so by the way, so it's perfect. Right, absolutely. Well, a mystery. It would cost a little bit more than Darius Baisley in uh, in real life. Did you see that the, a mystery team has offered three first rounders? Yeah, I was, I was like, there's only a few teams that can offer three. And, hey, and it's not the Lakers. It's definitely not the Lakers. But um, but J Dub gives you that sort of versatility where you I can know. be like, okay, OG Ananobi, he's like six eight, so he could kind of be the or six seven, six eight, somewhere around there. He could kind of he could kind of be that. J- uh, that in between guy a little bit your your power forward quote four if That's you right. will yeah the emergence of J Dub has really made can do a lot of different things made it a little hazy but not in a bad way right like the direction you could go it's given them more options yeah. Um, when but, they already had endless options. That's yeah, right. right. But the emergence of J-Dub really doesn't hamstring the Thunder into getting a true center if they don't no. want it. You could go get someone like an Ananobi, like one of those stretch four guys. Um, now, would I say that's what I would want them to do? I, I don't know. I Maybe I'm still st- – I, I want a center who can pass. I think the Thunder should go after someone who – I mean, we just talked about Thunder archetypes, someone that isn't just a traditional big man. Yeah. Some A Jokic-type player. Maybe Nurkic. Mm-hmm. I mean, he hasn't – I mean, it's kind of hard to tell because the Trailblazers are on the down and down. Yeah. And you just can't really judge someone's play off of that. But, I mean, a, a big man who can pass – it can also switch a multiple positions. Yep. If you know who that is, that's great. Give Sam Presti a call. He'll probably give you a talking to. But <laughs> I don't know. Off the off the Anoji, OG and Anobi stuff, he, he may have uh, he may have made his decision already. Absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, I think that's gonna do it for us for here at Flint Restaurant underneath the Cold Cord Hotel. Uh, come on out, they are still open until eleven the bar is, that is, and uh, and their small bites menu. Got some crab cakes, loaded tots, God. oysters, cheeseburger. I mean, just all the good stuff on that small you bites know, menu. Still I've open s- till 11. Come out out and say what's up. I've said this before. Crab cakes, you want to know how you get a good crab cake? How much crab is in them? I know you may be laughing at me, but people, they, they'll they skimp on the crab in your crab right? cake. Too much breadcrumb, too much mayo, too much peppers. These guys are just loading crab into a ball form. It's 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 nothing short of astounding. They do it right. They absolutely do it right here. Uh, for us guys, we're going to take another break, you know, for from uh, from the post game show. Really? We're not going to be doing one on Friday. I believe we do not do not have one on Sunday either. I think we'll be back uh, Monday. What is uh, happening? I believe. Yeah, Monday uh, here at the Paycom Center as they take on the Golden State 
Warriors. That'll be a fun one. That will be definitely be a fun one to watch. But uh, we got high school basketball Friday night. Myself, Sean Thurman, I'll be calling Midwest City versus Dell City. Uh, that should be a fun one. Get to see Brandon Garrison, the Oklahoma State commit. Uh, that'll be a fun, fun one Thunder, as well. Thunder have a lot of West Coast road trips. They that's do. What, that's why we're not <laughs> doing as much. They got a lot of traveling to make. <laughs> Absolutely. Up for. Absolutely. But for myself, Matt Burton, for Drake Vidito, for Josh Connett, this has been your franchise first take Thunder post game show. Uh-huh.